Welcome to The Media Coach, a podcast designed to build your business and your brand. Callister and welcome to The Media Coach. This is our very first episode and thank you so much for joining me. I wanted to start by sharing with you why I wanted to create this podcast and it's because I wanted to create a space where people could go every week and find out the latest tips and tricks they could use to build their brand and grow their business. I'll be interviewing a range of people who can offer you the latest digital trends and business growth strategies. For those of you who have never met me before, a little bit of a brief insight into my background was I was formerly a broadcast newsreader and journalist for TV and radio. I then realized my job was dying. So I went on a mission to master what was going to take it and that is digital and social media. And I have 10 years of tertiary qualifications in both education and the media landscape. I also found something I really loved, which is real estate. And I can say I've had the honor and privilege with working with some of the top agents in this country to help them master their personal brand and grow their business online. I now very proudly run The Media Coach and plan to share all those latest digital and social news and offer you growth insights right here with you. So without further ado, my first guest today is the incredible Drew Davies. He's one of the best agents on this planet, a luxury property specialist in Brisbane, and the number one followed agent on Instagram in Australia. Drew is joining me right now to share his top three strategies you need to master your brand on Instagram. Let's get him on the line now. Drew, how are you? Emmy, I'm well, thank you. And yourself? I'm awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Congratulations on the new business. Thank you. It's been awesome. So, Drew, you are the director of Place Property, but most notably, you're also the most followed agent on Instagram when it comes to real estate. And we've known each other for a long time now, and I've seen you kill it and dominate. We're best friends, Emmy. <laughs> I have seen you kill it and dominate on the platform. You even list and sell property on there. And because you're such bestie to me, and thank you, I wanted to share with our audience today your top three strategies for mastering your brand on Instagram. Okay, tip one. I think most people need, before they even jump in and start saying, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to magnify my business on Instagram. They need to know what they're doing. So you need to have a goal and you need to have a strategy to achieve that goal. Getting more followers and likes is not a strategy. And if that's your goal, it's a pretty flawed goal. So if you're at a stage where you're really wanting to commit to social media, that goal may look something like uh, increased revenue through brand awareness. That's a specific and measurable goal. And from that, you can develop a strategy to achieve it. Yeah, I love it. Does that make sense? Totally. And it's because we get so obsessed with performance analytics, right? And we, we focus on getting another follower. But it's actually increasing your brand awareness that we should always drive for when we're on the platform. Is that what you're saying, right? Yeah, I, yeah. 
the analytics are important, but not so much the vanity metrics like like the likes. I mean, that, that's really not that important when it comes to creating revenue from social media. So, you know, the, I think it's important to post good-looking and attractive photos, especially if they smartly articulate your industry and your passions. Um, and if you can do that and you can do it in a way that makes sense to your audience, you will build that following relatively quickly. So when, these, when you're putting into place a strategy, I think you need it on two levels. You need beautiful photos that bring people to your page. I mean, take my page, for instance, right? So yeah. if someone comes to my page, it would be easy to say, oh, you know, nice suits, nice car, holiday, etc." And, you know, some people poke a lot of fun at me for that, and that's fine. Um, but once you delve into my captions, my Instagram stories, you get my personality, family man, kids. I'm also hilarious, <laughs> real estate, a lot of talking on camera, etc. So there's two types of content. You've got bringing people to your page with a general overarching theme, attractive photos, but then you need to niche down a little. You know, so when people come to your page, they are getting more. They're getting an insight into what your passion is because that's that's what will keep someone on your page and it's what will keep someone coming back to you and it's how people, you know, they'll go and talk to other people about you. I mean, there's that really famous case study last year. I can't remember her name, but there was that Instagram influencer. She had about 2,000, uh, sorry, 2 million followers. Yeah. And a brand paid her to sell these t-shirts and she sold, I think, 32. Why do you think that is? Well, because there was no engagement. It was just, I mean, look, I don't follow her. I don't know myself, but I can only imagine they were really surface level photos where, yeah, if you're scrolling through Instagram, you're going to like a couple of photos, but you're not going to go to that page. You're not, there was no substance behind it. And that's what people are really looking for. I think it's really important, Drew, like there's a couple of things you mentioned there about the likes, right? And I remember when I was telling you, it was a couple of months ago, right? And I'm like, Facebook's going to get rid of likes. And you're one of the first ones I messaged because you have such high engagement. And it was hilarious. At the start, it was like, no, don't get rid of the likes. And now you're kind of more happy with that space being with no likes? Or what's your thoughts around that? Yeah, I've totally backflipped. I, I, I really, really don't care because likes are not a true gauge of how successful that page is doing. They're just a vanity metric. So, and, and they're easily manipulated as well, whether that be through hashtags or driving other people to your page. There are these groups that people have where they all like and comment on each other's pages, which again is really obvious, but likes don't necessarily correlate to the numbers that really matter. And I think those things that really matter are things like your active users, your engagement, new customers and ultimately revenue because there will be a point if you put in enough time that it becomes profitable absolutely and you've got influencers you know or people contacting you for, to be an influencer now and it's something i'm so proud of you of the other thing that you mentioned in that drew and i think it's really really important um you know you talked about standing out and people judging you and i think it's the number one thing in this industry and i always preach about it if you want to be a personal brand, if you want to be seen, you're going to get judged for it. And there are a lot of people out there that are going to judge you. But it doesn't matter what they think, right? 100%. And that's tip number two. <laughs> tip number Stop two. Stop the hate. 
Stop the hate. That's tip number two. Stop the hate. I put up a post a couple of weeks ago, and I've, I had so many people DMing me saying, you know, I really tried to give uh, social media a go, but my friend said this, or someone wrote this rude comment. And I think, you know, everyone just needs to sit back and just live and let live a little. Like, there's a learning curve to social media, and it does take time to find your feet, but there really is room for everyone. I mean, I like seeing some of the aspirational posts by these, you know, I don't care if they're ballers or fake ballers, whatever. I like seeing some of that. And, you know, I love seeing your dick sliders and, you know, like there's room <laughs> for everyone. If, if, if you don't like someone, don't follow them. Totally. It's like going into a room or a notice board and walking up to it and being offended by it because you walked into that room. If you don't like something, you don't have to hate on it. Just don't follow it. But I think it is a really, really important thing. And, and maybe that is another tip for our, um, our followers or listeners right now, Drew, because we talk about this all the time, but negative polling, right? And you and I have had great discussions around this about never running negative polls. Because if you do, so by that, what I mean, guys, is you can do quizzes and you can now do, you know, polls on your Instagram stories. And we've talked about the fact that if you do like, you know, uh, I guess a story and you put like a negative and then a positive tone, people are always going to go for the negative first, right? Yeah, and even if they don't, you're always trying to go through the poll and you look at the people and you're like, why Why you got to be so negative? Like, it's best to just not do it at all. <laughs> so if you are doing any sort of polls, make sure that you don't give your audience, I guess, that option to draw towards that, right? Because the last thing you want is sharing those results through your brand, but it's just a thing that people do on social media. Yeah, it is. And you've got to really, especially at this point in time, try your best to block out negative comments. And what I find kind of concerning about this industry is a lot of those negative comments are coming from business owners and industry figureheads themselves. So I've got one thing that's just, I'll always remember it. I was at a conference, I can't remember, it was about a year or two ago, and um, an extremely well-respected figurehead was on stage and he made the comment, to, it was to the effect of, there's no room in this industry for Instagram rock stars. No one wants to see your avo on toast or wear your holiday. <laughs> and it, it was so awkward because I could just feel all the eyes in the room kind of sideways glancing at me. <laughs> you know, and it, was, it just made, it made me feel so awkward. But the fact is, Instagram's a big place. There's room for everyone there, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. So there really is a place for it. And I think I'm proof of that. But more importantly, yeah. so it's all, it's all about context. You know, a photo of your breakfast might be highly relevant if you're yeah. showcasing the new local cafe in your area that you sell in. I mean, that's of high relevance. Or a photo of your holiday should be extremely well received and aspirational for your followers if they've seen for the past 12 months that you've worked really hard. I think that's a good message to send. So, you know, it, you've got, you've got to take, it's all to do with context, but I think a lot of the message out there from the industry about social media is, you know, everyone just needs to sit back and relax a little bit. There's room out there for everybody. And Drew, what you just said there is so true. And it's something I teach and live and breathe with my clients is social media is not a place for you to slap an advert. It is just not a space for you to be like, just listed, just sold. Here's my business, buy this product. Social media is a space for you to start a conversation. 
uh, you know, a comment is actually a lead, a direct message is actually a lead, but it's not you spamming your audience. And it's one of the things I love about you and your gram is we don't actually just see all agent, it's human. You're, you're on your Instagram, you're human first and agent second. And I think that's actually what people connect with. Yeah, I think so as well. I mean, I, I, I ran a little exercise at the end of last year. Someone asked me the question, what exactly I make through Instagram? And that's, it's very hard to quantify because you don't know what you don't know. I, I don't know who's out there talking about potentially listing with me, um, you know, and getting that phone call. But what I do know is I can directly trace back over six figures of GCI directly from my social media. That's just incredible. It's just insane. I just love hearing that. You know, I just... You're such a gun at it. And let's move on to tip number three, because I think this is really the most important one. And, you know, it's something that we just don't do. And if it's not part of your strategy, you're never going to win. What is it, Drew? Yeah. And it's a bit cliche as well, because everyone's heard it before, but it's consistency. Totally. It is number one. So, you you know, I, I love the support you give me. I love that you think I'm great at what I do. But, I mean, I have been doing it since Instagram started, you know, well, 2013 is when I started yeah. Instagram and, and social media in general. And I started it out of necessity because I didn't have money to market myself. Um, yeah. But the one thing that I've been great at is consistency. So, you know, everyone says I'm going to give it a go and then they do a couple of posts and then slack off because it does take time and effort. But if you're wanting to magnify your business um, or the results for your business, you need to put in the time and the effort. So you've got to be putting out as much content as possible, you know, and if that's once every two days, I'd say that's bare minimum, bare minimum. Um, if you expect people to look up to you as an industry expert or an expert in your field, you need to be conveying that as often as possible through posts, through Instagram stories, especially people need to see the real you. So you need to be talking on camera. Um, and through engaging with other posts as well, you can't just be on social media and think people are going to come to you. You've got to reach out to people and build that community and build that network. And you can't, it's not one way. You've got to reach out as well. And guys, if you are enjoying all this information, make sure you hit the subscribe button now because there's lots more to come. But Drew, exactly what you're saying there, and I just want to ask you a question with this consistency thing, is I get asked all hit the me. time. I get asked this all the time, Right. And it is how much money should I pay for my ads on social media? And you have great organic reach, but I would love your opinion on that. It does. I mean, the short answer is whatever you can afford. Yeah. I mean, social media is just another business tool that can magnify your results. So it needs to be treated as such. You've got to give it a bit of respect. Uh, not just an afterthought. And if you're putting money into other areas of your business, you need to give social media the same consideration. Uh, a really easy way to do it is, you know, you've got to change, for instance, let's just take Instagram, for example. You've got to change it to a business page so you can get your analytics. Look back over your last three posts, see which one performed best and put 50 bucks behind it. You don't even have to target it. I mean, we could talk for hours on specific targeting and yes, that is great. but if you've got a piece of content that you want people to see, why not put a little bit of money out there and just magnify how many people are seeing it? It's just a set and forget. You don't have to you know, put much thought into it. Just put a couple of bucks into it. If you can afford 50 bucks, do $50. If you can afford 500, do 500. 
And organic reach is really dwindling. Like, as you said before, you were one of the first on the platforms, right? And hashtags back then were something where you could really engagement hack the algorithm and get your content out into people's feeds. But we've spoken about this. Hashtags aren't as relevant as they were. So what's your opinion around that? Look, I don't think they're as relevant as they were unless you're doing sort of highly curated hashtags as a long-term strategy where you're storing your content. You know, for instance, uh, if I had have put hashtag definitely Drew Davies on everything just so I know that it was always going to be there under that hashtag. But, you know, people are always talking about the algorithm. The algorithm changes. We're not talking every six months or every month like everyone thinks. It, the algorithm is changing every second it changes country to country from current you know current affair to current affair like it, it's picking up on relevant news right now so don't worry about any of that worry about your industry your passions what you're doing um, and just attracting the right people another thing I see right now is you know a lot of agents are paying other brands or companies to yes. feature them on that page and I just find that so so irrelevant i'm like why would you want to pick up the followers of, a, of an agent in another country yeah. i mean personally i mean that that's not going to build a following that will lead to revenue and isn't that what we're all doing if everyone's honest with themselves we're doing this because we want to build a personal brand which will affect our bottom line yeah and that's just not a great strategy that's just building an irrelevant audience and, you know, guys, you're listening to a person here who has revealed that he is so dedicated and is consistent at it. But not only that, started from the very beginning. And if you're a person sitting out there saying, I'm not going to go on social media, I'm not going to show the world who I am. You know, we're looking in a few years, like you could just be totally out captive the market because you're not even going to give it a try. And I'd like to thank you on that note, Mr. Drew Davies, for I did a webinar with Tom Panos and I told the world that TikTok wasn't the best thing when it came to marketing. <laughs> and you decided to go off and go viral on me um, in the next week. So I had to go on and correct myself. Um, uh, the, the hilarity thing is like it is like they're great videos to watch but one is of your wife in labor and the other is you i think it's in south africa <laughs> yeah yeah look I, tiktok's just one of those things everyone's talking about it and i just don't want to be left behind i don't want to be like every other agent now who's not on instagram playing catch up because it's i'm not going to say it's an impossible task but it's a hard task to do without heavy monetization so Without, without pumping a lot of money into it. So I, I think it was in November, I, I just thought, look, I will give TikTok a little nudge just to make sure I've got some presence in case it takes off. And it's, it's taken off like wildfire. Um, I didn't you quite get it like at first. like 7 million views, right? Yeah, 8 million, one of them. <laughs> I'm already getting paid for that. So for that post, I sold the rights to that post and I'm getting paid for it. That's amazing, right? See, if you put your mind it and you break down your barriers and you stop caring about what other people think, you can. there's a lot of opportunity out there. But that's it. You've got to stop caring what other people think. So as soon as I took a screenshot of my TikTok and put it on my Instagram, the amount of DMs I had, like, isn't that for children? You know, what? <laughs> 
why are you trying to sell houses to 10 year olds? And like, I get it, it's funny. But I knew if there's that many eyeballs on a platform, it was only going to be a matter of time before they monetize that. And boom, come December, ads. And then I knew as soon as the big money started coming in, the audience would change. And it did. And now guess what? My average audience is more around the 30-year-old mark. So things can change really quick. And now I've already got about, I don't know, I haven't looked. I think it's about 25, 26,000 followers on TikTok. So, and, and I'll be ramping up my... Um, my content that I'll be putting out through there because it's quite relevant to other platforms. I mean, if you're producing a curated 15 second, 30 second video, I mean, you can use that in multiple places. Totally. And it, look, I think the strategy that you have and also the drive to be committed to everything that you do on social media just totally leverages your success. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the top three tips from the number one followed agent on Instagram have a strategy, stop the hate and be consistent because when you do, you open up yourself to so much opportunity. My bestie, Drew Davies, thank you so much for joining me. You know, I think you're an absolute legend. We're besties. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no, you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. Emmy, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> no, seriously, hang up. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll speak Look, I'm not soon. getting off the phone. Okay, <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> okay, click. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Drew Davies has officially hung up after revealing his top three strategies for you to dominate on Instagram. You can follow Drew at definitely Drew Davies on TikTok and also his Instagram to find out what he's doing there and how he's going to continue to master that space. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before I go, make sure you hit the subscribe button for our next episode out next week. I can't wait to reveal my next talent on the show on my own Instagram, which is Imi Callister over the next few days. This guy is a gun and has totally won over his marketplace on social media. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and I will see you on the next episode. I'm Amy Callister, see you soon.